listening to the Fantasy Alarm TFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. Well, what's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande, bringing you another Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast recording here on Thursday for a six-game slate. Uh, one of the bigger Thursday slates it feels like we've had in a little bit here. Uh, 7 p.m. start, 9.30 is our late-night hammer uh, tonight. We have the uh, Lakers versus the Mavericks, the Hornets versus the Bulls, the Pistons versus the Spurs, Pelicans versus the Magic, 76ers versus the Bucks, and Phoenix Suns versus the Boston Celtics. Uh, for today's slate, a couple teams on back-to-backs. Uh, Detroit is on a back-to-back here. Chicago is on a back-to-back. Dallas is on a back-to-back. Philadelphia is on a back-to-back. And I think that's it. Is Orlando? Is Orlando on a back-to-back too? No, nope. no, they didn't play yesterday. Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix is on a back-to-back. Phoenix. Yep. Yep. So th- those are those are the back-to-back teams here. Um, no, I don't think we have much injury news other than Anthony Davis is making his return today uh, i think that's the big one he's only expected to play i think like 15 minutes or so in this game so um you know not anything in terms of uh you know fantasy impact for him but it yeah. is going to impact likely everybody else right like everybody, him on the floor yeah. for 15 minutes you know markeith probably shifts to the bench uh mm-hmm. for a period of time or kuzma gets a little bit of a hit here um so you know ad on the floor for however long he's out there um, worth noting, uh, all of the Celtics players are questionable today. Tatum is questionable. <laughs> Brown is questionable. I, I think, think Brown's doubtful, isn't he? I, I think I now? believe Jalen Brown's doubtful. Yeah, he's doubtful. Yep, doubtful. Kemba Walker is questionable. So, like, Boston could be rolling against Phoenix tonight with the backups. Uh, and, John, we, it is worth noting, the other day, Marcus Smart, Not not. I'm not saying this for Marcus Smart, but Kemba currently listed probable. Marcus Smart was listed probable and then, like, was suddenly ruled out, wasn't right. he? Or wasn't it Kemba that was probable? One of them was, like, probable, 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 out. So, Yeah, you know. so this is this is the most recent update, apparently, on FanDuel. Uh, Walker remains under the weather, but Coach Brad Stevens is hopeful the guard will be able to play Thursday. So, yeah, DraftKings has him listed probable. Okay. Well, Probable for Walker, doubtful for Brown and Tatum. This list. was as of of uh, Stevens's press conference last okay. night. So. Cool, cool. That's that's so that's the more updated uh, version. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah. So apparently there's an illness going around a little bit. Apparently, I guess so because he's sick and everybody else is hurt. So yeah, be on the look at that. It could be Marcus Martin crew tonight against Phoenix. Um, going with them, uh, we know Ben Simmons uh, still dealing with his illness. Uh, didn't play yesterday. Um, and, and Tobias Harris is dealing with his injury there. It was worth noting, Joel Embiid said he wasn't supposed to play last night, but the team was so <laughs> defeated uh, that he suited up. So we'll, he claims he's going to play today. Yeah, so he we'll said see. he wants to play. And he also almost had the – he had the – that was probably the greatest missed shot of all time. The great – oh, a uh, baseball throw from the one free throw line almost into the hoop to tie the game at the buzzer. Uh, Would have gone down in history as one of the greatest basketball shots of all time. Yep. Um, so yeah, so he, we have him there. Um, let's see any other injuries of note here, James? Anything sticking out to you at least? Um, I mean, did you mention? I Giannis was a cramp, so he should play. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, all the Lakers are listed as questionable. Mm-hmm. Terrence Ross listed questionable. We uh, haven't gotten the the pit any Pistons news yet, which is a little surprising. 
you know, right. they have sort of been going back and forth with like resting Grant Plumley, Joseph playing them, resting them, playing them. So they played last night on now they're on a back to back. Well, like, Killian's in. So I assume we're going to get that news. Right. Right. So that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like those guys may be ruled out tonight. So we'll have to wait and see how that plays, I guess. Um, let's see. Terrence Ross is still questionable. He's missed the last couple of games there. Seth Curry missed yesterday as well. Uh, he was resting, though, so I think we can expect him to come back. Um, Jay Crowder apparently sprained an ankle on Wednesday, so he may be out. Um, questionable for tonight. Uh, let's see. That's all I'm seeing. So that's that's it, at least for now, for the injury news. Uh, let's just jump into it. Point guard position. Uh, Luca's on a back-to-back, but we now have uh, sort of back to, yeah, back to old Luca here. Back-to-back 30-plus yep. actual points. Um, 60, 60, and 58 the last three games for him uh, over on FanDuel. So we're, we're getting some really solid production out of him. Uh, great matchups for him to take advantage of, and now he's got the Lakers. He's $11,400 on this slate. Uh, top price guys on FanDuel is Luca 11-4, Giannis at 11, Joel Embiid at 10-7, the only three above $10,000. I mean, I said it yesterday, and I almost – Pivoted to Luca last night uh, as my top play. I, I was very close, and you know I've been riding the Steph Curry bandwagon, and he obviously let us down. But I was I was seriously very close because current form Luca has been tremendous, uh, and we're getting everything under the sun from him. The scoring has been up, the the rebounds have been up again, the assists, the blocks, the steals. Um, I think this is another good spot for him. Uh, you know, yes, the Lakers are getting Davis back. Yes, they have Drummond. They have better interior defense, but Luca's really uh coming into his own here john um so i i'm i'm back on the luca bandwagon full force and uh i i do think he is maybe the top spend i think obviously the Embiid status and like the statuses of the other guys play a factor into that um because we saw what Embiid has been doing and what he did last night without them i mean he single-handedly kept the team in against one of the best teams in the league, right? I mean, I don't think anyone's doubting how good Phoenix is at this point. And they were, what, an inch away from tying the game on a Hail Mary from Embiid? It went, dude, it bounced. It went in and out. Like, it hit the backboard. Oh, dude, if only. I mean, it's cool that we we still got, like, that close. But, um, yeah, I think Luka is one of the top two spends – uh, I am willing to go to Giannis, too, because Giannis did play 35 minutes. That's very encouraging. Um, but Luka current four, man, it's, it, it hasn't really gotten much better than this. So three straight 60 fantasy point games over on DraftKings. Uh, clear cuts spend up, or clear cup number one spend um, on DraftKings at point guard. Yeah, uh, we'll go to the tier below. Uh, Chris Palver's Boston, I don't have much interest in. I don't think this game's going to be overly competitive if all those guys are not playing um which is if always the do, worry though if, if they do well, we already know that brown's not gonna play right so like right. is tatum and kemba enough back to back with phoenix i mean back to back but i mean like we just saw them lose to the bulls so like you know <laughs> a very bad version of the bulls. yeah like i don't know questionable questionable uh drew holiday a little revenge game against philadelphia he went for 50 48 last night uh, on FanDuel. He's at 8K. Uh, Terry Rozier, 
continues the ball. And he had a tough matchup against the Knicks and gave you 40. He's 7,800 tonight going up against Chicago. I think I like that play a lot. Um, and then DeJounte Murray gets Detroit at 72. Yeah, I don't really – I still don't understand why FanDuel doesn't respect Rozier, right? Doesn't It just feels like they just like – whatever their algorithm is saying about Rozier is wrong because right. – He's had eight or more assists in four straight games. He's had six or more rebounds in four straight games. He scored 21 or more actual points in four straight games. He has seven steals in the last four games. Like, what does Vandal's algorithm not like about Terry Rozier that they just won't price the guy under 8K? And I feel like as long as he's under 8K on Vandal, you play yeah, I, I think I think that's where I'm probably going as well. You know, I, again, if I am choosing not to spend up for Luca today, I think it's going to be two guards for me. It's going to be Rozier, uh, and then it's going to be Cole Anthony uh, sitting right now at uh, fifty. Or sorry, sixty three hundred dollars against the Pelicans. Yeah, it's definitely going to be hard to fade Cole Anthony in current form. Uh, he's been tremendous. Thirty eight, thirty nine, thirty five fantasy points the last three games, and he's played twenty nine or more minutes in those three. Um, but I do like this next tier, John. Like, I do think Cole Anthony stands out the most because it's New Orleans. And obviously, New Orleans has been dreadful defensively. Um, Kobe White continues to be really good. Another 30 fantasy points last night against Cleveland. I know I told you last night I really didn't have interest in the Bulls. And they got smoked. Uh, but he still put up 30 fantasy points. And then I guess it depends on uh, what happens with Detroit, right? Because Corey Joseph balled the F out again. Uh, 24 actual, five rebounds, five assists, 40 fantasy points last night. If he sits, though, I mean, Killian Hayes is $4,200. And he's gone for 28, 36, 22 fantasy points the last three games. Uh, so I would uh, have a lot of interest there, especially playing on FanDuel. I would have a hard time not having Hayes, I think, as you know, one of my point guards. And I'd be remiss to mention, fail to mention, you know, if Jalen Brown, which we expect to sit, sit, and Tatum does sit, or even if he doesn't. I mean, Kemba Walker's been really, really good lately. I know it's Phoenix, but uh, three of the last five games, he's top 40 fantasy points. Two of the last three, he's hit 45. So I think Kemba would make my player pool for tournaments. Um, so I, I think point guard is pretty strong, even on a, in a little six-game slate here. Yeah, I'm with you. I think those guys all fit in well. I think Derek White, you can continue to play. Yep, um, sure. He's $5,500 on FanDuel. Probably uh, more interested there than DeJounte, right? White, yeah. Like DeJounte's I mean, we've talked about that a lot, right? Like DeJounte, obviously, I think has a higher ceiling, but we've also seen Derek White go for 40. Right. So, like, right. you know, I, I think White is, is a more stable cash game play at this point, and Mari is your GVP option. Hmm. So, like, I feel like... Price point wise, like I feel like Murray would be someone that I would rather use in cash. Okay. And then White would be the guy I would like to use in tournaments. I mean, uh, I I'm getting, let's see, nine hundred dollars savings on White on DraftKings, and I feel like he's been more volatile. Okay. But and and I feel like the the chance for like eight nine X is greater with White just because of his price point. And and I'm not. So that's yeah. So that's definitely true. Um, he, and he's seventeen hundred dollars cheaper on FanDuel. So wow. that's yeah. see that's in, that makes it interesting, I think, because Detroit is dreadful against point guards. Yeah, like he White went for thirty-eight FanDuel points the other night against the Pacers. So like thirty-eight at fifty-five, you know, is seven mm-hmm. X. 
Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, that's that's something what you're looking for. And then, you know, just throwing it out there, of course, like if everybody is out for Boston tonight, Peyton Pritchard's four thousand yep. dollars. Um, Good call. Three straight games of over ten actual points for him. Twenty six, nineteen, and twenty fantasy points. Back the in the rotation, huh? he, played, he played 31 minutes. Yeah, back in the rotation, huh? Yeah. Uh, they just don't have any other guards. They traded them all. Yeah. So. <laughs> or, or, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, and if you want, you know, do you, do you go back to maybe campaigning for campaign tonight if there's a blowout potential? Uh, yeah, we can, man. He's That kid is good uh, when he gets the run. Um, at least good from a fantasy point per minute perspective. And plus... He might just be in play in general because maybe they limit Chris Paul on a back-to-back. Maybe they sit Chris Paul on a back-to-back. You never know. Like uh, Phoenix is, I think they like they've pretty much played their guys. But you know we're getting to the point where in the season where it's like, okay, you know maybe we sit Chris Paul in this spot if you think that you can beat Boston without him. I don't know. You would know, you have, would you have any George Hill interest? So I was thinking about George Hill. I was I'm also. Yeah, I was also well. Here's the thing: Tyrese Maxey is 3100, and if the same guy sit, he played 31 minutes and put up 27 fantasy points. So, I think both would be in play if the same guy sat. Right? If it's like status quo with with how Philly's roster shapes out tonight, I think Maxey and Hill yeah. should probably both. Fanduel right? has Maxey as a min price shooting guard, of course. So. Hmm. Okay, that's... Uh, but no, that's a good call. I actually noticed that Maxi played a lot of minutes yesterday. I just had had blanked on that, so I like that. I think Max is a good call. Um, let's go to shooting guard uh, Booker against Boston. Of course, the infamous seventy point game yeah. always sticks to my mind here. Um, you know, is he going to get there again? Who knows? Eighty six hundred. I, I really don't like this game too much tonight. I just yeah. don't, I just don't. I'm not really feeling it. Um, Demarco Rosen is seventy nine hundred. Uh, Marcus Smart, again, I'd be okay playing the other side of that. Smart's mm-hmm. only 6,900. Um, gave you 40 against Golden State. If he's active tonight, uh, it says he will. Smart will play against the Suns. So, um, you know, if Smart's, you know, the only guy, right, if Tatum's out, like, Smart's going to take 25 shots. Yep. Like, he's he's that type of dude. So, uh, you're getting 6,900 for Marcus Smart, even in a tough spot, I think I'd be okay there. Yeah, man, I, I agree. And he's been really good lately. I mean, he's averaging 36 fantasy points over his – last three and if you just go through his box score i mean you know five of his last six he's been over 33 of his last six he's top 40 fantasy points um marcus smart's really filling it up right now really doing everything for boston um trying to will them here i think late in the season maybe i mean listen that that from like four down is very scrunched up boston could end up being the four seed with a little run here you know so uh i think marcus smart's a really good play Knowing that it j- just Jalen Brown's out, like just having Jalen Brown out is is enough for me. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, Devonte Graham returns to the rotation after missing two games, only at 21 fantasy points uh, in 29 minutes against the Knicks. But this is a little bit of an easier matchup for him. He's six thousand dollars on Fanduel. Uh, is there any interest in for him there? Tournaments. What's his DraftKings price? Sixty-three. Like it's fine. He's been so underwhelming all year. And you know, as a Devon, as a Devontae Graham stan, you know he's been like mm-hmm. just extremely underwhelming. So I don't think we need to go there. It's not something that I'm like actively 
actively looking at. Another player that I have been touting, what feels like for a few weeks now, is Jalen Brunson. Uh, yep. He has back-to-back games of 20 actual points. Uh, he has gone for uh, at least 23 fantasy points in five of the last six. Uh, the only time he didn't hit that was 16 minutes against the Knicks for whatever reason. Uh, all he played in that game, but 30, 27, 30, 28 were the other four games there. Um, you know, he's in the rotation. He's playing a bunch of minutes, and it's a back-to-back. Like, yep. maybe Zinger sits. You know, we've seen that. I mean, happen. that's likely, right? That's right. that's likely. We've, we've yeah. seen it happen. We've seen him play back-to-backs. We've seen him sit back-to-backs. But either way, uh, Jalen Brunson's only $5,200 going up against the Lakers here. I, I, I really – I still think he's a good GBP player. John, would it be crazy – to say at $4,600, if Chris Porzingis sat, would it be crazy to say Jalen Brunson is close to a core play? No, I, I don't think so. If, if Zinger's out, I mean, it just opens up so much usage for everybody else. And everybody always kind of goes towards uh, Richardson or Hardaway in those instances. And Brunson's just like, all right, guys, like, forget about me. No problem. Like, just, I'll, just, I'll just drop my 20. No big deal. For for reference to, to to speak to that point right there, John, and I'm happy you brought it up. Jalen Brunson, in fact, has the largest usage bump with Chris Porzingis off the floor. Yeah, just just to kind of to to you know drive home that point. Two percent usage bump. Um, Jalen Brunson up to twenty two percent. Point nine seven fancy points per minute. So uh, really nothing not to like about that. For yeah. for uh, I, I would say forty six hundred. If Porzingis sat, would be close to a core play for me uh, because it's going to allow you to get Luca, or it's going to allow you to get Luca and Zion, or Luca right. and whoever else you want. Yep. Uh, Gary Harris the other day scored 14 actual and did nothing else. Uh, <laughs> zero points. I mean, sorry, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero blocks, zero steals. Uh, but the minutes continue to be solid for him 26, 30, 26, 26, 27. He's $4,400. Do we continue just like banging our head against the wall here with Gary Harris, or uh, are we giving up on him against New Orleans? I think this is a good spot for it, and I think it it will be amplified if Terrence Ross sits because Terrence Ross is questionable. So I, I like Harris, um, and I like him even more if Ross sits. And okay. uh, but I'll also I'll also someone I I will love if like guys like Corey Joseph said is your boy Frank Jackson who's Oh, shooting guard only now, $3,800 on DraftKings. Yep, still a point guard over on uh, FanDuel, uh, but he's not as cheap as that. Frank Jackson is actually, uh, he's 49, so I guess he's... Definitely a better play on, definitely a DraftKings play. Yeah, DraftKings play. Um, Other shooting guards I think worth taking a look at here. Um, Trying to scroll down and see what we got. Oh, I guess again, in more of a, a Celtics narrative, if everybody sits, you know, Romeo Langford had 20 fantasy points the other day. You know, he would start if Brown's out, I imagine. Uh, and if Tatum and Kemba are out as well, like he may just be forced into playing 30 something minutes tonight. So, uh, mid price dart throw, just throwing him out there. It's a, it's sort of a, a, a game uh, script play, I think, more than anything. Like blowout run, Celtics don't have any of their starters. Like, Romeo would just be on the floor. Right, and if you think... Right, right. Perfect. That's what I was going to say. If you think it's... If it... Whether or not it stays close or not, you've been saying it's not going to all... all I just don't feel that. I just don't feel that way. It would be be a great win for Boston if they beat Phoenix down Jalen Brown with everybody else, like, not feeling good. 
So. Right. Yep, I agree. I, I could get into some Romeo if you if you're buying into the uh, the blowout theory. Uh, where are you at small forward here? We got Ingram on Fanduel at 84, Milton's at 78, uh, and then Miles Bridges is at 64. That's sort of like that tier of play. Um, I like Ingram. I don't love 8700, but it's fine. He's averaged 46 fantasy points over his last five games, so he's been good even with Lonzo and Zion healthy. Um, I can fortunately play DeRozan at small forward on DraftKings. Uh, I know he's a shooting guard on Fandle. Middleton's been better. Uh, Middleton, two straight 40 fantasy point games. Four of his last five have been over 40. So you can go there, but it's Philly. I mean, you can attack Philly at the wing, especially if they're hurt. I will say, though, I don't love attacking Thibel. You know, so like if if Thibel and Simmons are, are nasty, like if, if Harris sits and they start Thibel, like, God, man, that would be freaking crazy if, Thibel and Simmons and Embiid were all on the floor at once. Like Philly has, Philly can present some serious issues. Um, so I don't even know if I like. I guess my interest would start at Bridges. I crapped on it for being seventy five hundred, and he puts up forty two fantasy points. Now he's seventy seven hundred, and I'm going to crap on it again, and I'm going to say I'm not going to go there. But like you can because he continues yeah, to produce. It's, it's a Fanduel play. That's what his price is because he's sixty four on Fanduel. Oof, I mean seventy seven hundred is just. That's too steep, man. Yeah, I mean, he's steep. giving you six X right now at his price tag just over the last like four games. So, um, yeah, Bridges is there. I'm out on Kuzma. Yep. JTE back even for, for sure. 15 minutes. Like, just feels like shots are going to go away from there. Where do we sit with Sadiq Bay here? Again, like off and on, off and on, <laughs> off and on. If those guys are ruled out, though, like we kind of have to be attracted to that again. Yep. Yep. I agree. Um, I think I think we should just take a stance on Sadiq that he's a tournament play only, and it's on these off games when, or and by by off games I mean when Detroit is sitting guys. So uh, if they do end up sitting Jeremy Grant and they end end up sitting, you know Corey Joseph and whatnot, I think that's when we pounce on Bay. He starts a power forward against a you know a smaller power forward such as Keldon Johnson. So. Um, I think that's when we capitalize on Sadiq Bay. So I think we need the guys to, all those guys to be out again. What's your price tag on DraftKings of Danny Green? Danny underpriced Green is $5,100. He's 53 on FanDuel. He's got 41, 31, 31 FanDuel points. Yeah, he's been years. really good, man. He's been really, really good. And now, uh, those guys being out, I think, obviously are helping him. 100%. Um, you know, so that's something certainly to pay attention to. But, I mean, yeah, if you're going to get double-digit scoring out of Green to go with everything else he gives you anyways, like, uh, you know, there's there's high upside here. Yeah, I'm going right back to the well. If if Philly is setting the same guys, I'm going right back to the well. I'm not even thinking twice about it. Are so, you uh, still a Najee Marshall fan? I am, but I don't want to pay 5400 I know he's been 48 on Fanduel. Yeah, that's that is a good price, dude. He's still starting, or actually, he came off the bench. He's starting coming off the bench now, but no James Johnson already ruled out. I think that plays a a factor into his minutes. Um, So yeah, I mean, on Fanduel under 5K, I'm down. On DraftKings, I think there's a clear value, and I think that's Cam Johnson, who looked really good. He started uh, the second half last night with Jay Crowder out, played 30 minutes. 
26 fantasy points. And I think he gets blowout run too. Like they need this guy to develop, you know? So uh, I think Cam Johnson is the clear value. And then yeah, Thibel. 30, 38 on FanDuel. I like that play. And then Thibel, if, if Billy guys are. What's his uh, DraftKings price? 33. Oh. And he doesn't score. He but literally he scored up... zero points last night and had over 20 fantasy points. So. Right. He had 18 DraftKings points, 36 minutes. And he could shoot a little bit. Like, he's not the worst shooter in the world. Uh, I mean, the game prior, he played 31 minutes and had six. He went six for 11, you know? So, like, he can score. Those defensive stats are coming, though. Like, the, he's he is serious on the defensive side of the ball. So, um, I'm. I does he get Giannis tonight or he'll get Hilton? Whoever they need, like that's the problem. Like him and Simmons could are are like so nasty together. That that's like a scary tandem. Uh, they can guard really anybody. So I I would say Thibel probably starts on Giannis. They could start Simmons on Giannis if Simmons plays. Um, but I, I do think if. But even if, like if Toby's out, I like Thibel. If they're both out, I like Thibel. If they both play, I'm off Thibel. Fair enough. Uh, let's jump on over to the power forward position where there is Giannis against Philly. Uh, he's 11K. Zion against Orlando to me is is a, he's nine eight on Fanduel. So again, the pricing is just like right at the level where you mm-hmm. wonder what Zion can bring you. You know, 46 the other day, 56 the game before that. So like he was kind of hovering between that like five x. Uh, realm um but then there's just like a bunch of like, other question marks after him there's you know jason tatum chris that's porzingis tobias harris jeremy grant you know like so legitimately there could only be two spend ups and then it's under 7k at this position right. yeah i mean uh, zion's like back to not giving us the upside at this price i feel like i but i feel like it's like this is such a good spot for him to break out in or against Orlando. Um, I like Zion. I think Porzingis is going to sit, though. And I like Giannis. Um, how would you like you rank Giannis in terms of spend-ups? If Giannis is a full go, the way he's playing right now, I would probably have him two. Behind Embiid? Or behind Luka? Behind Luka. And we have to assume... Um, I assume Porzingis out. Back to back, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, then would that put would that put Giannis first for you then? If you were a little worried about the back to back. Well, no, I have I have Luca on the first. I don't mind the back to back there, but I worry about the back to back. Embiid. Okay, okay. Uh, I probably have. Uh, I I would have to think about it. I guess. The way that Embiid's playing right now is just... No, he's a monster. We've said it all year. I feel like Especially he's Especially with even... those guys out. I mean, like we said, it's uh, two, almost 50% two... usage. I know, I know. It's probably... And it looks if... every bit of it, too. Yeah, it <laughs> does look every bit of it. It's uh, probably 50 by now. Yeah. It's probably, it's probably close. So, like, those are the top two. P.J. Washington is the next guy on FanDuel. He's at 6,500. Uh, 30 fantasy points against the Knicks. Gets the Bulls here. Um, Isaiah Stewart is up to 5,500 on FanDuel now. Um, if those guys are out though, like we, the last couple of games, 53 and 49 fantasy points when Plumlee and Grant have sat. So if they're out again, he only played 15 minutes last night. So like another reason why I'm sort of thinking those guys are going to sit is that they played the other guys and not Stewart. 
So like, um, you know, I think that there's a really like a core play upside appeal with Stewart if those guys are out. Oh yeah, no, no doubt. Plumlee played 35 minutes last night. Uh, even DraftKings is catching on. He's 5800 as a center. So, but I do agree. I, I I think that he would be a core play if if these guys sit. I think Detroit has shown that when they rest their guys, they have a lot of they have a ton of value uh, for DFS. Like Killian Hayes, um, Sadiq Bay, Josh Jackson. Uh, and Isaiah Stewart. Those are like the core plays pretty much each and every time they rest the other guys. Uh, so power forward of FanDuel is actually kind of kind of gross. If all of those guys at the top are out tonight, <laughs> you're, you're basically picking between Washington, Chuma, Stewart, and that's it. Unless you, you, know, you can trust 17 minutes of Thad Young, you can trust 20 or so minutes of Rudy Gay, Daniel Tice, again, recently more inconsistent, like there's 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 nothing nothing really here. I'm trying to see where Dario Saric is. Sorry, Saric is min price. So like maybe Dario is appealing possibly in min price if Crowder is ruled out. I know you you liked Cam Johnson, but you know Saric could see 20 to 25 minutes maybe at min price could be appealing. If Porzingis sits, maybe Nicolo Melli becomes an option at min price. Um and Maxi Kleba is questionable too, so right. that, that could be that. That's interesting. Dare I suggest Jabari Parker who played I another fifteen minutes? I think I would need Tatum out. No, for sure. If those guys are all out, I mean, that's what I was. I wouldn't play him otherwise. But fifteen minutes in each game, like they're giving him run. So you know, it's not a stretch to think Tatum's out. Jabari plays twenty to twenty-five. I don't think. No, um, I don't. I, I at that point I would consider it. Uh, what position is Tyler Cook, John? Is he a power, power forward? forward? 4K. So if again, I mean he, the other day, all that they all sit, including Dumbuya, he started and played thirty minutes and put up twenty fantasy points. So, yep. um, I think that would be a route we should look at. He's thirty five hundred on DraftKings. So I like Sarge thirty two. He actually started the other day. He didn't start last night. He started against Milwaukee. Um, only played 18 minutes, but it's interesting to note that it maybe they just prefer bringing Cam Johnson off the bench. Um, so if if Crowder does sit, maybe we get Sarge in the starting lineup, and I think that's pretty appealing. Yep, I'm with you on that one. And if there's for whatever reason Giannis is out, you can play Bobby Portis as a as like the probably number one play at the position, uh, fifty two hundred dollars. Yep, I I agree there. Uh, center Joel Embiid, we talked about it. Just elite if he's if people are out playing really well, anyways. Again, I have like some concerns about it being the back to back, especially when he was like made a point to say he was supposed to not play yesterday <laughs> and now will play tonight, anyways. Like, I don't know, like that's just feels like a guy who's looking for a rest day, you know. So, um, playing if you want 10 7. Uh, Vucevic against Charlotte, I'm sure you're interested in, but he did, yeah, he, yeah, them. they got no, they got. Yeah, they just bad bad news bears yesterday. They were dreadful. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is eighty eight. DeAndre Ayton seventy five hundred against Boston is interesting. Yeah, I think Ayton. That's probably where my exposure starts after Embiid. It's probably Ayton. Okay. Uh, Wendell Carter thoughts. Um. Yeah, Stephen Adams. I like this. 
I think I like the Stephen Adams side better. Okay. I don't, I don't like it. And ultimately, like, I, I, you know, I could just play Isaiah Stewart if Plumlee's ruled out uh, right. on DraftKings, you know? Right, so, DraftKings are at a better advantage. I agree. Jakob Pearl's a, in a great spot against Detroit. Detroit is dreadful defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like just, that next just year. Thompson, no Robert Williams. He's 4,100 on FanDuel. Yeah, man. 33 freaking minutes, huh? He just doesn't, like, do a lot, but... If he's gonna be on the if he's gonna be on the floor for thirty three minutes, I mean, you know, it, it's it's definitely worth something to look at. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anybody else for you? Like, does do any of the other Maverick players interest you at all? Willie Cauley Stein or Bowman or Powell? Like, if, <laughs> if assuming Porzingis sits, like, does does anything there? Uh, uh, I mean, the the problem is this game doesn't start till freaking nine thirty. Right. It's literally the late night hammer. So let's see. Powell has averaged 13 minutes over his last six games. Willie Cauley Stein has averaged nine minutes. Boban hasn't played since the 12th. What is Kleba is had an, a substantial bruise on his back. Honestly, it's probably only Nicola Melli. And even then, like, oh, like yeah. who would be? We, who we would got like, twelve minutes out of uh, out of Collie Stein against the Pistons last night. Seventeen fantasy points. I guess. Yeah, I guess Collie Stein would probably. Right, if Kleba and Porzingis are out, he, he might start. Starts. Yeah, he probably right. starts. It's probably like Finney Smith at the power forward, who I think is worth. We didn't mention, but he's been better um, as a fantasy producer. So if, I think if both those guys sit, Benny Smith probably starts at power forward. Um, and then maybe they start Cauley Stein. Uh, yeah, I could get behind Willie. He's probably the one guy that I that I would have some interest in. Because even if he got you, only plays 15 minutes and gets you like 18 fantasy points, he's 3K on DraftKings at least. He he, he gets you 5.5x at that, uh, what, that production last night. He actually, John, he fouled out in those 13 minutes, by the way. So he was probably going to play more. <laughs> he fouled out. I, I would like to see. I'm just going to check just for uh, quick. I'm going to pull it up quickly just to see when he fouled out. Um, Willie Cauley Stein fouled out. He actually made it all the way to the fourth quarter, but he had. So he only had two fouls. He picked up a lot of fouls in the four, in the third and the fourth. He picked up like all his fouls in the third and fourth. Just hacking away. Yeah, so I don't know, but I, I think it's interesting to see. Kleba seems like he's out. Substantial bruise is what Rick Carlisle is calling it, and Porzingis hasn't been playing back to backs lately, so uh, I can get behind some Cauley's time for sure. Alrighty. Uh, any final thoughts here? Uh, no Ray Kuhn on today's old playbook. Uh, playbook action though yep yep all right so we'll have everything for you all live stream as well uh we'll catch you guys later